So that was Jesse J. I love Jesse J. Um, I am a Jesse J fan. <laughs> um, I don't know. She's always like um she's always like singing like really strong lyrics that are very deep and very high vibrational inclined. I don't know how to say it. Um Excuse me, I get that's a fan, that's a fan speaking inside of me. Okay, okay, um, today's Sunday and, um, it is 10, it is 10 36 a.m. here in Ghana. Yep, I, we are, we are streaming live from Ghana. Uh, and, um, you know, it's morning. Usually we do at night, uh, but today we just felt we just gonna like, jump right into, you know, the nagging thoughts for me, and um, I wanted it to exude the, the the power and the message that you know it's going to be carrying for those who will be <clears throat> resonating with it, and so. I <laughs> I am saying this ahead of time and maybe, you know, um, making an apology just in case you, you hear funny noises coming in um, from my background because, you know, like um, a neighbor might decide to you know, play loud music, talking about, oh, Jesus. Sorry, I'm not making <laughs> Anyways. Um, I in hope that everybody would have gone to church. I mean, all your all your church fans would have gone to church, and then I can have the entire fucking silence to myself. You know, the quiet and peace that is so sometimes a struggle for the average Kenyan to keep. You know, like quiet and peace. Anyways, so I'm here today. This is Priscilla Phillips on Lesbian Living here at LGBT Radio, powered by the LGBTAfrica.com. And today's conversation is <clears throat> trophying. So this is a, I'm going to say trophying, hashtag desperation. Uh, so uh, because I, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of see the <clears throat> relation between Trophy dating and desperation in general, and um, I've just been having this conversation with myself. Like, ah, oh, well, personally, I do, I do think that desperation isn't a bad thing. <laughs> Excuse me, but of course, it does have a bad connotation to it, and a lot of time, people address it as a negative thing. But apparently, it's not negative. It's not. It's actually 
a good thing, you know. So how I mean is a good thing is you you like something or you sorry you're desirous of something. You want something so bad. You want to have it. You want to have her so bad. You know. You want to be in a relationship with her so bad. You want to keep the relationship with her so bad. You know. So 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 bad. Everything. <laughs> and and that's a good thing. You know what you were desiring to have this good thing happen to you, right? Now this is where this is a flip side of it that makes it that a lot of people are stuck on. And on the narrative of it being a bad thing or a negative, um, a negative emotion, so to say, is that you now allow your desperation be your guidance. You allow your desperation lead you. Or you allow your desperation do the dictatorship of how you would um, conduct yourself or conduct your emotion or conduct yourself in general. And that is where. You know, a lot of people um, are fixed on and and as to why they think being desperate is a negative thing. I think is a is a good is a positive thing. Uh, it's just it's just what matters is how you deploy it, how you execute your desperation, how you how you put it to use is what would determine if it's good or bad. Uh, but I, I like to stick with the with the narrative of desperation being a good a good feature, um, because it's just one of like it's just one of like your many emotions, you know, like you just desiring something that you know you deserve or that you know you're worthy of, and you just want it so bad. That's it, you know. Um, it's just that you are not beginning to allow it control your every other aspect, which is not what makes it come across negative. So. So, for example, now you want you're dating somebody, or, or you want to date somebody. You want to be in a relationship so bad, and because of that, you have been jumping on every coche. Uh, you've been just jumping on everybody, and uh, I like to say pussy. So I just like <laughs> I'll retain my my original expression of you know like, yeah. So you you want to just jump on every pussy just because. You want a relationship. That's what you want. Oh my God. I want to manifest a relationship. I want to manifest a partner. I want to manifest a lover. Blah, 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 blah. It's all fine and good. But honey, I hope you are mentally elect. I hope you are intuitively elect. I hope you are, um, I hope you are, um, emotionally alert to see through whoever this person is. You know, to see through their, um, to see through their flaws, or to see through their toxicity, to see through their uh, limitations, to see through um, all the bullshit. Now, why is this important to see through this thing? Is because first and foremost, you as an individual. You already know what you want, right? Or you're supposed to know what you want. You're supposed to know the kind of person you want to have in your space. Now, I am talking about uh, high vibrational um, lesbians, high high vibrational queer women who are so conscious and so full. So if you're that type of woman, this podcast is for you because these are the only people I am here to speak with currently. So... So if you're in that if you're in that space already, you already know that the only kind of woman you should have in your space or you should be exchanging energies with is also an equally high conscious vibrational soulful 
queer woman, right? So if you're not attracting somebody like that in your space, then you need to start thinking. You need to start asking yourself the real hard, bitter, truthful questions that you are so passively avoiding. Now, speaking of passively avoiding, this is taking me to someone. Um, yeah, uh, well, it's taking me to someone. I'm just going to like jump into it. It's taking me to someone. It's taking me to my um, accountability friend. And I love her. I do. I really do. Um, I have, and, 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 and in that love space, I have been observing her being very passively defensive. You know, she's just passive about this sort of things, you know, because we talk, we talk, we talk, we talk, we, we really get vulnerable with ourselves. And I am personally looking forward to more, you know, me being vulnerable in her, with her in respective. Uh, so, and then, and then, you know, I was like, oh, you know, you keep attracting this set of type of women and I mean, like, what's going on, you know? And she did admit a few things like, yes, I am desperate. I really want a relationship. And I understand that, guys, because she is a very physical person. You know, this. I'm not going to say the sign. <laughs> it's a, she's a very physical person. You know, they, they they are moved by what they see, so to say. Um. I do have a theory about that, though. I do have a theory about that. Um, moving by what you see, in my opinion, just my own opinion, it, it is it's quite limiting. It's a quite limiting version of high edition. Anyway, and, you know, even before that conversation started, I've been thinking, there's a whole lot of things that have been rambling in my spirit, in my soul, um, regarding, you know, trophying within the LBQ um space um and um which is also equals to you know desperation wanting to leave a certain type of life trying to prove a point um oh yes i am successful and then i have a beautiful woman or you know like it's it, it's like always involving around this sort of trying to make this kind of statement point which is dangerous you're playing with a red dip blue sea with the devil inside it so, and I've been observing a lot of people saying a lot of things, and I am, if there's one thing I'm good at is reading in between the lines of people's words. I don't just don't listen to people's words. I feel the words. I feel the emotions. I feel the emotion that comes with those words. And I, you know, go behind, I go to the back end of why you're saying those things or what exactly they mean in the things that you're saying that they're not exactly saying or rather they are quoting it. They're sugar quoting it, masking it under whatever the fuck they are doing. And so, um, and, and that's what has um, uh, led me into, you know, all of this. And so, in the place of desperation, and and then, and then she was like, "Oh my God, uh, uh, yeah, you." Know, I mean, she did admit that 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 is fantastic of her. Um, and then, but me taking it further into the conversation to when the person is constantly um, attracting a type of set of women now. Where I am beginning to look at it is no longer, um, oh, it's just a one-off thing or, oh, because I was just desperate and I was just vibrating this women. It's also, and this is very important, guys, uh, women, very, very important. Now, this is what is really happening, is that first thing first, I'm going to use an illustration of a wall, of a wall that's just a wall, okay? Now, when somebody takes that wall and begins to punch it constantly, we begin to punch the wall constantly, constantly. What we happen? What we happen? 
it would fall. It would break. It would, you will make a break. You will make a crack in that on that wall, right? Great. So this means for me that when a soulful queer woman is, has not fixed her walls right, especially the walls of her relationship and the walls of her dating and the walls of her, her love walls, her relationship walls, her, you know, her intimacy walls, that part. If that wall isn't solidified, now that, that is exactly what happened. You are going to keep, excuse me, attracting this set of women who are what, who have mastered, who, who have, who, who are, who are okay being in that low level and still desperate for something. They are just desperate. And there's something that comes with desperation. There's also a, an, a clarity that comes in the place of desperation. Yeah. So, um, and then I am, I'm looking at the situation. I'm like, you can end up attracting this women. Uh, who are not supposed to even be in your space at all, you know, and then taking from the instance of my accountability friend and, and you know, her, <laughs> her excuse, which I think was quite passive, you know, it was really, really passive. I think she can be passive a lot, you know. I, I, I see how she just get really passive about things quickly, you know, and either shies away from it or tries to, you know, like, um, downplayed or or get into that whole ah oh, you know as a soul being you know which is it, it, it's just a little bunch of bullshit of excuses anyways and and I like as I listen I just look at it and I'm like mm, nah she's not ready to <laughs> she's not ready to hear this thing from me I'm not gonna say shit I'll probably watch her fall into the ditch grab a chair sit at a ditch keep her company while I sip on anything I'm gonna sip on the day and um you know and just let her know that like, this is what I've been trying to say but you you just keep pushing me off away like I mean I'm yeah anyways um that that was like the many thoughts that run into my mind guys so. And I was using her in my illustration to to understand what my inner being was trying to communicate with me because it's really been in my heart like forever. And and this is the illustration. And, and the wall illustration was what was given to me. And then to further that illustration was that now imagine, I mean, when you when you are saying, for example, oh, is it one of okay, so in her in her explanation is that oh, okay no you know when she gets attracted to some somebody which is highly physical for her because of her personality um it's then when she gets up close with a person and when i and and i think by up close it means you know she's talking to a person who to go to one day to two dates three days four dates you know just up and close and personal with this person and then she finds out oh my god this person is so not in my space i mean so not in my vibration or you know consciousness or or the kind of woman I want to be with and and then she pulls off you know and then now this is the this is the danger where my my thoughts is bringing me to is that now imagine her going through constantly all this type of uh, type of dating constantly going through women like this women so that constantly experiencing women like this is equal to the constant heat you're giving on a wall that isn't strong at the first place and soon enough the wall is going to break through you're going to it's going to break right it's going to like crack something's going to happen 
And it's the same way, one of these days, a crack will be made on her. Like, a woman will come that would break through. Now, this woman would be very a good master with masking all that there is to mask to be able to have been verified by her as a perfect partner. You see where I'm going with this? And and then <clears throat> and then um and, and then you end up, you know, being in a relationship with this person, thinking, oh my God, it's the best person in the whole world or whatever, whatever. You know what all the whole love excitement when happens? Yeah. So and and down the line, you begin to find out that this person is absolutely far off. As far, this person is supposed to be in your space now. Now the 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 point of this conversation is the other part that we don't see, the part where we are allowing somebody hit your wall over and over and over again. In this case, you are the soulful, high vibrational, conscious queer woman is allowing yourself attract a certain type of women who have no absolutely fucking bloody fuck reason to be in your space. You have no basis even attracting them, let alone them being in your space. Now, for me, that's the danger a lot of so so conscious queer women don't see. They feel like, oh my God, I'm so I am so uh connected to my inner being, so I cannot, you know, this will not happen. Max that will happen is we'll probably have one or two sex and then boom, I'll move on. You know, like the all that excuses. And I'm just like smiling, like it's I'm sorry. I, I'm like having fun with hearing all of that. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Secretly I cannot wait. To see your cracks you know what because you don't want to listen to me you don't want to listen to the truth you don't want to talk about the bitter stuff i mean also to say the things that are bitter that are supposed to get you better it's supposed to fortify your wall that's why there's a thing called fortifying your fucking walls right you can't just build a wall and expect somebody not to scale through it and steal and burglary through your home it happens it really happens and that's why a lot of the time people Invest in securing and fortifying, rather fortifying your walls. So that is, you know, my walk through or illustration to how the danger of of being desperate, of being desperate in the place of trophying. In a place of, of trophy dating. Let me take that again. So this is my walkthrough analysis of what happens or what you would you would end up at when you are desperate from a place of trophy dating. You see how these two go hand in hand? You are trophying somebody. You're going to date somebody because, oh, my God, she is so fine. She is so dead. She is so flashy. She is so yellow. You know, Africans are a lot, they're big and yellow, man. I don't know what the fuck is wrong. <laughs> we were big and we yellow, we went. I'm like, you know, it was for me, it was a recently that I had even like, not recently, like, it was like some years back, recently, yeah, that I had to even deal with that idea that yellow means attraction, uh, yellow means beautiful. 
And I hear a lot of queer women say this bullshit about how, you know, she is so yellow, she is so bad, she's so real, really yellow, she is so yellow. Okay, at the end of the day, that's all you're hearing. How yellow, 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 fucking yellow she is. And to be honest, it is fucking funny because I'm just looking at you like, oh, wow. I cannot believe you align yourself being this dense. You know, like, excuse my words, but I, I'm just like, wow. And then, um, you know, so, so that whole idea of you dating somebody for some physicality, strictly physicality. Now you think because, oh my God, I, I am, uh, I see, I, I get, I, I mean, for me as a person and for me as a person of Phillips, I am highly intellectual. I am high, I'm a, I am a saposexual and a demosexual in that spectrum. So I don't get attracted to somebody just because you're fine. I get attracted to you because I can, I can see the fine in you, in your brains, inside of your soul, all of those things I can see. And it might, it can be the weirdest thing that picks my attention in you. And guess what? Even me. That is so high in quote unquote intellectually attractive and intuitive to people. I also had to deal with my own shadow walks on that one because guess what? I end up dating, I, I can end up be becoming benevolent. I end up becoming benevolent with people. I don't like you. I know I don't like you, but I like the way you just feel in your soul. And not because you're like that at a moment. I am just seeing your projected higher version. It's something I do a lot. And that was something my inner being had even have a, had a conversation with me. And what you cannot keep doing that, Priscilla. You, I, mm -mm, you know what I'm talking about. And I just sit my ass down and listen and like, yeah, I agree. I know I've been, I'm, I'm, I, I allow myself right now and I'm walking through it. You know, so, so it's the same way you as a physically, highly physically, Infuse the person. In fact, the way you are going to miss the entire class is so classic. So there are shadow works to be done at every point in time, at every advantage of something that you are. There is a shadow work behind it that you need to work on. And like Hagen said, and I agree with her, is for every blessing that comes, has an advantage and a disadvantage. We just have to... The, what makes it beautiful is that we intentionally concentrate on the advantages, and that is what makes the disadvantage dis disappear, right? Also, it is a concept that working on setting deck shadows of yourself is also valid. So having affirmation or affirmative words, it won't take it away, boo. It won't. It will ruin you. It will wait for you in your future and rule your ass. And then guess what? You'll be here repeating class because you refuse to just sit in that uncomfortable truth and deal with the situation once and for all. So, I mean, I have even experienced this on a personal level where people are trying to trophy me into dating or, you know, girlfriend and me. <laughs> and it's just so funny because these things has always been my case study coming up till now. So I can tell you, you know, authoritatively about humans in the space of dating. Yes, I can. And um, and when they're trophying me, it's all about what they want 
based on what, based on the physicality that they see. Do you not see me? You know, look, it's a, it's a pink line. You just have to be very attentive, be an attentive, quiet person in your soul to, to see these things. It's easily lost. It, it can easily slip away from your hands. But you can see them. You can see them when you just listen and be attentive. And then, you know, always be in line with your soul. And then you see somebody saying, oh, my God, I like you. Oh, my God, you're so, you're so intelligent. You're so, what, what, what? You're so, that is troughing, guys. Look, there is a difference. I can tell the difference between being complimented at and being troughed. It's almost the same, but there is a difference. It's just a tiny invisible line difference, like a, <laughs> a laser light. Is when you put your hand, it slices it. Yeah, that's when you're like, oh, there's actually a line there. Um, and then you're saying somebody, oh my God, you know, and somebody, you're dating somebody out of popularity, you're dating somebody because the person is, is something older than you actually seeing them, like seeing them, seeing past all of these things and just seeing them, just them. As someone who is, I mean, I'm a Gemini guy, so you, I mean, for those who know how we like attention, like my kind of friend would say, it's an infinity. I'm like, yeah, that's that's it, that's it, that's it. It's an infinity. Like there's no stopping. It's just continuous. So I can for sure tell you when someone is trophying someone. They might not even know that they're trophying the person, but they are trophying them. And that's where desperation comes in. That's how desperation is just the can 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 be can be seen as a negative emotion. Right? Ah, I know I've been talking long. I've left my breakfast. It's cold. Mm. Mm. Breakfast. <laughs> I am trying to have breakfast. These days, I've been literally racing myself down the clock to make sure I have an early breakfast. Well, you know, for someone who has dealt with also like really bad chronic ulcer, um, um, so facing again, it's, <laughs> it's a day, but now these are the things I'm handling and um, speaking to my body. We cannot be doing that. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just what I mean. That's just the conversation I want us to get into. That's the space I want us to get into where we are fortified in every way. And some people were like, wow, why are you being so serious? Well, I get that a lot. Some people are like, oh, why are you being so serious? I'm like, mm, okay. If that's what you're saying, that means you have a problem. You have a problem. How I mean is when somebody sees that, I mean, for those who have come up close to me, they know, right? But for those of you who are listening, who ever come close to me, you know, yeah, okay, we'll just leave it at that. So when somebody comes and sees the opposite of you, it means that I, this is how I take it. I take it that the person is a toxic person. And that is why the mirrors are... The mirrors keep reflecting back to them, like this person is not your person, or this person's space is not your space, or, you know. And and that's when somebody, when my accountable friend said some, something about oh people being conscious, cautious to get close to me, I jumped right into that conversation full flushed, man. And I said, look, if you're cautious being around me, uh, or or uh, if you're cautious, um, what's the word? If you're cautious to make contact with me. That means you have you have a problem. That means you are you are unrefined. Yes, you're an unrefined 
person because that's the only reason you will look at the amazingness of me and all you can see is something to be cautious about. Then you have a problem. Of course you have to be cautious, man. Because all of what I am needs to have a wall to put people that are not supposed to be in it off. So if you look at me and you're being and what you see is cautious, hallelujah. Speaking of hallelujah, hmm. Um <laughs> no, I just saw a post from somebody saying, Oh, since we're all bringing down the the, the status of colonial masters and you know to slavery or slavery slave masters how about this picture and they were standing a jesus picture and it was so funny and hilarious i'm like yo that's so true like blacks especially hates who know will come and say black life matter black life matter and then we carry the same bible the same tool that was used in caging their mind and i'm like oh my fucking <laughs> oh my fucking world like this is not happening okay so it's it's my time is gonna be up pretty soon so let me quickly remind you i am priscilla phillips and this is lesbian living uh, and this is lesbian living and you are listening or tuning to the lgbt radio and it is powered by the lgbtafrica.com um for those who are in a family with uh, who LGBTAfrica.com is, all you need to do is log on to www.thelgbtafrica.com and there you see our amazing publication. And as well, we are open to submission of all kinds. We really do appreciate if it comes from a place of a space of Africanness and queerness, as this is the kind of story we're telling because we're, we want our older African queer people to know that they are valid. 